Former President Jacob Zuma must return to jail to complete his prison term for contempt of an apex court order. A full bench of the Supreme Court of Appeal on Monday ruled against Acting National Correctional Service Commissioner Mohati Tabukhale and Zuma, who filed an appeal against the December 2021 decision of the High Court. Criminal law expert Ulrich Roo explains how we got here, what led to the Supreme Court of Appeal's decision and what it will mean for the former president. Jacob Zuma was requested to appear before the uh, state capture inquiry was on the commission. Um, he refused to present himself to testify, after which an application was launched to the Constitutional Court um, to force him to testify. The Constitutional Court then made a decision saying that he had to go and testify and present himself in front of the commission. Uh, he still refused to adhere to that court order, so he was then held in contempt of that Constitutional Court order, and accordingly he was jailed for 15 months by the Constitutional Court. He then served two months of of that period of imprisonment, after which he was released on medical parole. Um, it was a decision made by the Commissioner of Correctional Services at the time, Arthur Fraser, to release him on medical parole, even though the Medical Parole Advisory Board had found that he did not qualify as a person to be released on medical parole. So Arthur Fraser, the, the commissioner, went over the, uh, the heads of the, of the Medical uh, Parole Advisory Board uh, and granted him medical parole. That decision was then taken on review um, to the North Gauteng High Court, and the High Court found that it was the wrong decision. That decision was then taken on appeal by Jacob Zuma to the Supreme Court of Appeal, and that is what the Supreme Court of Appeal now ruled this morning that Jacob Zuma should never have been released on medical parole. It was the wrong decision made by Arthur Fraser at the time, and he should accordingly be uh, presenting himself to the Department of Correctional Services to serve the remainder of his sentence, which is uh, still 13 months. The former president spent one month in prison in July 2021, was moved to hospital in August of 2021, and was released on medical parole in September of 2021. But Rue explains that the former president could still escalate the matter to the Constitutional Court, but that he is very unlikely to be any more successful. We obviously shouldn't be surprised if he does approach the Constitutional Court once again now to take the decision of the Supreme Court of Appeal on appeal. Um, the chances of that being successful, I think, are slim to none. Um, and uh, I don't think he stands any chance of successfully approaching the Constitutional Court, but he will most likely do that. If he does not do that, then um, he will have to wait for an instruction from the Department of Correctional Services as to when he needs to hand himself over in order to serve the remainder of his period of imprisonment. It's not for the court to determine the, the period of imprisonment that he still needs to serve. That is for the Department of Correctional Services. Um, what we do know is that two months has been served thus far, so he spent two months in jail, and that his sentence is 15 months, so he needs to serve the remainder of that, um, and that, that amount of time needs to be determined. There's no way that the time that he was released on medical parole can be seen as the serving of his sentence, because it, it is exactly that 
that the Supreme Court of Appeal has found now to be, have been unlawful. He should never have been released on medical parole. However, should former President Zuma be required to return to jail, political analyst Professor Susan Boyson flags risks of unrest and instability in the country. And that will be the big question now, whether there's a chance for recurrence of that type of mobilization. I think everybody in South Africa is wiser in terms of the state and the state's capacities or lack of capacities. But I think everybody is also wiser to see how social media can manipulate political realities. And hopefully, hopefully good common sense will prevail and we will not have a recurrence of July 2021. Hopefully authorities will be feeling they are more accountable for where they act, where they choose not to act. Many other facilitated factors in the 2021 unrest was about the fact that there was a go slow or a deliberate turning of a blind eye. You know, there is always a chance that there could be further negotiations. We have seen that the government, the ANC government last year, was prepared to settle also when they let it go on the parole application. And there were signs that they are prepared to settle, given this is a relatively minor sign. As of things, of bigger things to come, precursor to bigger cases that are to come. So maybe there is an option, a possibility for negotiation if there is any uncertainty on the state side that they can contain possible mobilization, political mobilization as manifested in protest. If there's doubt on their side that they can contain that. Mm. Of course, it would be wiser to go for negotiations and a settlement. But then, yes, running the risk that if former President Zuma is not held to account, it will be much more difficult to hold others to account. She also adds that not following the strict rule of law in the case of former President Zuma would set a very dangerous precedent for dealing with influential and corrupt public officials. It is a very dangerous signal that will be transmitted to the rest of high political society, the rest of tainted high political society Mm. in South Africa. But, you know, it's not, it doesn't fall into virgin ground because there's so much evidence around of politicians being held to account very selectively, partially, blind eyes being turned. So we can simultaneously not pretend that turning a relatively blind eye or a soft eye to Zuma's apparent transgressions, it's the first time around. There are many cases, many precedents already of top ANC leadership really not being held to account. So it would be very duplicitous to pretend that Zuma will be the first case. This is an ongoing story for Times Live. I am Paige Muller.